0: Could you maybe just give me, in a nutshell, for someone who's just clicking on doesn't know what it is, what is the goal of the Scrap Project?
1: I think the Scrap Project shows that we can control and indeed scrap uh, the weapons in the world and this is a much more feasible technical task than trying to control climate change. While there's a big movement on climate change, people think that scrapping the weapons is just impractical. And many generations of the SOAS students have gradually built up this uh, uh, policy, research and campaign. So it's now at the point where it's being really taken seriously at very high levels in the UN. And there's a real opportunity for the SOAS community to make a, a real global difference.
0: So how is it feasible? What, what, I, know, I know there's a proposal. What is the proposal there?
1: Well, if you look on the Scrap uh, Weapons website... Uh, you can see immediately um, photographs of hundreds of warplanes that were literally chopped into pieces uh, as a result of prior disarmament agreements. And what we've forgotten collectively is that the agreements between the West and the Soviet Union, um, the agreement um, and the inspection regime imposed on Iraq, They provide a set of templates that prove that you can uh, control and indeed uh, verifiably destroy all kinds of weapons, from warplanes to tanks, artillery guns, missiles, um, all the way through to uh, nuclear, chemical and biological weapons. The technical side we know how to do, and that's critical because a great many, you know, uh, People who I would say should know better will simply in a rather patronising way say, oh, we'd love to do controls, but it just isn't practical. And I think that the Scrap campaign and the policy ideas uh, that we see taken up in the UN and elsewhere show policymakers that it's practical, and that then changes the debate as to whether you want to do it or not, not whether it's practical or not, and that's a huge shift.
0: When we're talking about disarmament, is this getting rid of... All weapons in the world, is that what we're talking about?
1: It's co- about controlling all weapons in the world, eliminating nuclear, chemical, biological, and uh, missiles, and then having major constraints on um, warplanes the sort of stuff we see being used routinely on television in the various wars in the world at the moment, uh, all the way down to um, matching up with existing UN uh, policy on small arms and light weapons.
0: Okay. Um, now you were in New York City last week. Uh, yep. Can you give me uh, what were you doing there? What, what were the meetings you attended? Well,
1: we were meeting with um, a group of states who are coming towards the idea that we can put back on the uh, this idea back on the agenda. In the jargon, it's called general and complete disarmament. And you know, back in the days of President Kennedy, there was even a U.S. plan for general and complete disarmament because of all the pressures and fears of the Cold War. This has kind of fallen off the agenda, and in the aftermath of the fantastic nuclear ban treaty, of which we were a tiny part, uh, states, um, Chile, Ecuador, Brazil, uh, Jamaica, uh, some European states, Finland, are starting to have discussions about moving this agenda forward, and indeed, um, so our students... Um, worked with Chile to get language about a global disarmament into the Ban Treaty. And Chile led a, led a group of about a dozen states uh, that put this on the agenda, and there's now a paragraph on general disarmament in the Ban Treaty, and that's a stepping stone to a broader policy. Now, you can say, well, does this amount to anything? Is it just adding a list of the, to the list of hypocritical prayers that state mention, states talk about, about world peace? Well, maybe... But our view is, you know, if we can get the ban treaty and norms, we can also push ahead on this because it's much more realistic. Once you realise that the how to, the technical side, of controlling, verifying, observing, and chopping stuff up, is actually something we've done already.
0: Um, How was the reception last week?
1: Well, uh, it was uh, it was really rather good. Um, We, it's one of those situations where the the Chileans have booked a room, the. Nikomatsu, the new high rep under secretary for disarmament, uh, agreed to speak. Um, the room had been booked with a, you know a lunch briefing for um, you know 40, 50 people. And at five past the hour, there's nobody in the room, so we were kind of biting our knuckles. And then by 10 past the hour, there were 50 people in the room, and the room was packed. And there were you know people there listening from you know Iran, China all sorts of states who weren't exactly going to sign up, but they actually were interested enough to send mm-hmm. people along to provide reports to their governments about what was going on.
0: Is, is that important? Is, is the dialogue important?
1: I think dialogue's crucial. Um, if you're thinking about building up norms and confidence, then getting people in the room and starting to talk to each other. And this is... Uh, It's also a way of addressing in this proposal U.S. preponderance in conventional weapons which is one of the reasons why some states want their nuclear weapons or WMDs and the, as it were, just ban the nuclear, uh, some people see as being a way of preserving American uh, supremacy in other military forms and the fact that our proposal uh, is actually dealing comprehensively is something that people find attractive. Because the Russians and the Chinese are always going on about this problem, and in general, you know, Western-based NGOs don't respond in that way. I think we're providing an important bridge, as it were, to and with the Global South.
0: So, what are the next steps now? You've had this meeting.
1: Well, the the um, you should also you should talk to Kevin Bletich, um student at the center, who um, has organised mo- almost all of this. I may be, you know, spokesperson. Um, an originator but uh, Kevin's work has been uh, instrumental in the publications and the organizing the diplomacy on all of this he's been leading this uh, far far more than I have been uh, and I think what we're now looking at is a a year of potential leading up to a meeting of, of non-proliferation in the UN in Geneva next May um, to get these issues onto the agenda there. Uh, We're also working with a global network of parliamentarians um, to bring this up. So there's an opportunity for individual students and social networks um, in any country that people live to raise these issues to say, well, you know, there's a formal network that has said the parliament should discuss this. Um, Perhaps you'd like to discuss it to contact their missions and ask them to support this idea, to talk to other students, to work with Kevin, and we have a lot of alumni now, um, students who are still interested in engaging in this topic, um, and to you know, continue the work of previous generations of SOAS students in moving this agenda forward now. It's quite an exciting time for the project, I think.
0: So let's change gears slightly. Uh, talk about the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, you know, we, as you said, we are part of a network, a very small part that, you know, got this prize. Uh, tell me about that.
1: Well, uh, the there's a group, uh, the International Campaign uh, for the Abolition of Nuclear Weapons, ICANN, who, um, you know, improbably, without, uh, you know, major country support, disdained, I have to say, by, you know, senior uh, officials in the... IR Academy, Um, we had a a meeting um, last, uh, at the end of last year, uh, which in quite senior people, uh, um, Scott Sagan, um, Adam Roberts came and sort of disdained the whole idea. Uh, But I think because of the uh, complete uh, glacial pace of disarmament, more and more countries decided they had to um, break out of the logjam and take an initiative. Now cynics can say this is you know a group of um, uh, abstainers um, who've you know all taken the pledge not to drink alcohol, and you know while the uh, alcoholics you know the, the permanent five and the other countries with the nuclear weapons just ignore them, I think that misunderstands it. This is a question of establishing norms and political pressure, and the addition of the Nobel uh, really gives a high profile. So you see. You know uh, what these are not a group of um, you know ancient uh, and grizzled diplomats this is a group of you know, young activists who've got the Nobel some cynics would say this is kind of making up for them giving the Nobel to Obama who then not, did nothing with it um, to give it to an activist group like this but never no, whatever the background it gives a, a real shot in the arm to I think global activity and shows that you know initiatives of um, uh, youthful people uh, can really make a difference
0: And on that note, if people are listening and they want to get involved, what, what concrete actions can they actually take?
1: Well, have a look at the SCRAB website um, talk to Kevin Mletich and yourself and others in the team and start um, just simply writing to uh, your country's missions um, saying support this initiative, uh, there's material on our website and also uh Build it up through social networks. Uh, I think we dis- the scrap uh, concept is the strategic concept for the removal of arms and proliferation. But it's not an accident that we tried to make it into a fairly, you know, crunchy uh, and attractive title. So asking people to support scrap weapons um, out through their networks and through SOAS uh, alumni networks and so on, I think is something that people can do to build the momentum.
0: Anything else you want to add?
1: Well, I would just say there's an awful lot of research potential as well, uh, because uh, obviously I don't want to make it sound too simplistic. There's a great deal of work to be done thinking about uh, turning um, you know, tra- prototypes into um, newly applicable uh, uh, policy ideas. But That's one of the things we do in the center is uh, focused policy research.
0: All right. Great. Thank you so much, Dan Flesch.
1: Well, thank you.